Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Cray 808, the 808th chamber live stream for January 2022, our first one of the year. I just want to say big up Jack Petulo up in there nice and bright and early in the live chat. Nick Sheffield, Osman, here we go. All the regulars are in. It's like, you know, when you go to the pub, uh, you know, you go to the pub on a Friday, you don't know who's going to turn up, but sometimes, oh, fuck, Nick, how you doing? I haven't seen you in ages. It's been like a month. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how are the shin pads? Now I know something about Nick's life as well, the shin pads. Osman, I know way too much about his life already because he he knows our relationship is special as he as he slowly stalks me. Uh, I'm not scared. Not, not scared of that. Uh, but yes, the 808th chamber, Raymond Ridge is in the house from Perth, 4am over there. How are you doing, mate? I'm well. I'm well. I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm all, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm prepped. I'm ready. And I'm... Um, it's it's mm. it's magic sure. isn't it it is magic it is That's it is and today of many, nas chat many nas references yes nas chat let's go i'm here for it uh, there is no james midwinter today forget him he's dead to us no longer <laughs> he's never <laughs> he's never coming on again because he cancelled this time but no it, yeah so it's me and ray uh, and we're going to talk about. We said, yeah, what do we want to talk about? January twenty twenty two has started. Like, there's been there's been some stuff landed since end of year and stuff. Nas's magic album. I've had a few people say, oh, you know, why are you not talking about Nas? King's Disease. I know a lot of people pulled us up for our end of year lists. No Nas in the lists. Uh, so we thought, why not? Let's do it for the eighth chamber. Let's do it. Uh, newcomers who may be listening to this, sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com slash create to join in the live chat with all these lovely people over here. Let's see what they're saying. Jack, it's always funny remembering halfway through that it's stupidly early for Ray. Thank you. <laughs> Nick agreeing there. Thank and you. Uh, a little bit of recognition. How's that feel, Ray? A little bit of recognition. That's all you're getting, though. Just that little bit. I will give, uh, so- I will give evidence in district court today. Oh yeah, no one really cares. I but, automatically um, thought to the squirrel tapes evidence. Like it pro- possibly the, the most important part of, of of my job is like oh actually giving evidence against someone in court, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be up there just glazed over, you know. Yeah, but knowing, fuck, is Nas's magic album one of the best he's dropped in ten years? Yeah. This is just stuff we've got. This is just stuff we have to talk about. But before we do... Look, if I end up talking least... about it in court as well, then so be it. Because, spoiler alert, it's a really fucking good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine tracks. Nine tracks as well. So we're going to go in. We're going to go in. But um, Osman, I'm just a fan, Cam. I'm just a fan. <laughs> Even just the undertones of the text. It's normal text. Like everyone else's text. But the undertones on that text slightly should read creepy down my spine but either way <laughs> either way let's go uh we're going to talk about uh well least hip-hop things least hip-hop things ray least hip-hop thing in the last 24 hours what have you got uh my least hip-hop thing is almost most hip-hop thing but then it's actually the least hip-hop thing Mm-hmm. because tell me more i bought a skateboard oh, fucking hell. Hold on, haven't you already done this one what you've bought a skateboard but it's electric. did you watch mid-90s did you watch mid-90s and think, mm, I'm getting a Mob Deep poster again as well? Wait. You haven't watched mid-90s, have you? You haven't watched mid-90s. What is mid-90s? It's about skateboarders. It's a, it's a film by Jonah Hill and it's got loads of Del, Del the Funky Saving. There's a cameo in it and it's like loads of hip-hop in it. I thought you'd have known, Ray. I thought you were hip-hop, man. Are oh. they electric skateboarders, they? Oh, no. Yeah. Tell me more. What, what do you know about What do you know about electric skateboards? It's literally it's as close to Back to the Future 2 as we're ever going to get. 
<laughs> and that's what Edvo did they get. There's something. Okay. It's, it's look, they're illegal in the UK, so <laughs> fuck you. So, but look, I'm doing this for all of you. I'm doing this for all of you. It's just me right. getting from A to B on a fucking. Electric. It's quite hip hop though. It's quite hip hop. No, because kick push, kick hip-hop. push, kick push. Coast mm-hmm. is completely like null and void with electric skateboard. You're not kicking and pushing. You're like, <laughs> you get on it and you press go and you just hold on, hold on for dear life because they're so yeah. fucking fast. So I was so close to death so many times on the skateboard. <laughs> well, I'm imagine, glad you imagine that the next time we do, you do eight wave chamber. It's like. Frank, 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 no, why would you? He died. In, he died in a skateboard accident. But if I do, why would that? If I do, let me know. Let, I'll just let you know that um, we'll do a little. I, um, I had a piece of art where you're up there with with like Dilla, DMX, Guru, <laughs> Tupac, Biggie. I'll do like a mural. I'll get the correct weight designer. So it'd be a good one. But it'd be good shit. It'd be like a shit good one. A shit good mural of you and all the, the hip-hop legends. I really uh, appreciate it. Although don't though, Ray. I think if you can help it, please don't. Because content, bro, we've got to keep this going, yeah? So don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear any fucking spanners, Look, bro, because I am... <laughs> Definitely really bad for the growth of the of the pod. So, of the pod, yeah. yeah just... Or, in a weird way, would more people listen? Like, you know when someone dies, more people, they go number one. Would we? Maybe, ooh, oh, yeah, weighing, it up in my, weighing it up in my mind now. Let's not, let's not, <laughs> let's, right? not. let's not, let's not. Uh, but I am going to say this, right? We haven't even said this. New patrons since the last, uh, new patrons since last Fine. episode. Keen, welcome. Ali, welcome. Uh, good to have you on board. I don't know if you're in the chat. Uh, maybe not, but it's 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 nice to have you supporting the show. So big yourselves up. And uh, yeah, man, brilliant. And Lisa Pop Things for me, not many. Uh, I, I have been quite hip hop because of research, but I did break out the leggings, the undergarments, shall we say, because it's really cold in Derby at the moment. So I've been waking up at like minus two. It's like, yeah, I need to get the leggings on the go if I want to take the lad to work, to school you, even. You've just, oh, yes. there's so much to unpack there. Firstly, you said <laughs> if I want to take the lad to work, you've been taking him to work, haven't you? You're making him work already. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Oh, oh, the bills do have to pay. Look, look at those kids over there going to school. You're not doing that. Fucking kids are what? You're editing. He's yeah, great ed- at editing audition. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Four-year-old. Just, <laughs> is that right, Dad? Get rid of the fucking clicks. Crack. No, don't call the social workers. I love my little lad. He's going to school. <laughs> That's where he's going. He's going to school. Uh, actually, on the family tip, that reminds me. I keep forgetting to do this, and I mean to do this every time we fucking have a show, but shout out my little nephew, Dylan. I'm sorry to make this really personal right now, but Dylan, right, young lad, he's about 16, 17, 18, like that, right? Young lad. Yeah, you don't really well. (laughs) (laughs) No, but who keeps up to date with ages? Do you know what I mean? Once I went past 30, I don't. So uh, I I, I was going to say, I saw him at my brother's wedding, right? And we were chatting and he loves this podcast. And I was talking to him about it and he genuinely listens to this podcast. And as a, such a young lad, he's like, yeah, me and my mates listen to it. And also I said, well, what do you listen to? He's like, oh, I really love like G-Funk at the moment. And I'm really into like, you know, this West Coast stuff. And I was like, amazing, amazing. So yeah, I thought I want to shout you out on the show because it fills me with hope that youngsters are out there bobbing their heads to old school hip hop. No, I mean, don't be. Not on Patreon, nosy, but um, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. That is true. I would track all of that good stuff until he puts £3 a month into the Patreon. 
three pound sixty. All right, three pound sixty. Anyway, we got to talk about you wearing leg- leggings. Is it leggings yeah. or leggings? Uh, leggings. Yeah, yeah. Leggings. You know the undergarments. Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's not stuff, right. You know. That's not. That right. is okay. No. Of course it is, man. When you go past forty, it it's fine. People in the comments, is it okay? to wear leggings. I don't even know what okay means anymore. Is it hip-hop to wear leggings? Let's put it that way. <laughs> no. Is it hip-hop yes. to wear leggings? So maybe it is least hip-hop thing. Fair enough. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I win. Yo, yo, yo. Just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on mf doom and jay dilla and also the wu-tang chronicles once a month we drop an album review of every single wu-tang member we're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's ghostface go in there get them ghostface killer editions in your catalog so get involved help us grow this show and yes big yourselves up enjoy the rest of the episode boom into the into the comments quickly. Uh, oh, Nick Sheffield, fancy doing a Lupe remix there, Ray? Fancy it? Fancy it? Um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the chorus would be because, like I said, it's just going to be. It's not kick push. It's just go. It's just, just go, isn't it? <laughs> go. Yeah. And then... yeah. Although, yeah, a, I think there's a few tracks called Go that are all right. But anyway, before we get into that, right. Uh, we're going to talk. I want. We're going to go into our favorite music of 2022, as well as Nas's Magic album. So, people in the comments and on YouTube generally, just hit us up with your takes on Magic, Nas's career trajectory, where it's gone, where it is right now, how you feeling about it. Uh, is go it staying stop. with you? Are these go stop ca- crash? That'll be what it. is that? Nas? <laughs> hey, this that's my Lupe remix. Took a little while. Oh, right. Took, took, career. took a little. Took a little way. Took, oh, ooh, ooh, could be. It does, no, he's not crashed. He's not, not crashed, no. though, is he? Well, a little bit, little bit. And it went at least they're veering off the rails a little bit a few times. But um, yes, I was going to say, tell us about the tracks, you're, the music you're loving this year. I know it's end of Jan, but there has been quite a few like albums and EPs drop. Uh, I know I just wanted to say as well, big shout out to Burial's Anti-Dawn. It, that is one of the most magnificent projects. And is I it? did want to hear from the page. No, well, no, for me. Okay, let's not, right, Ray? But if anyone else outside of hip-hop, if there's any other music you're liking outside of hip-hop, let us know, because I'd like to get, you know, dip into that. Um, so before we get into Nas, though, Ray, before we get into Nas, uh, I did want to say this. I have been spinning Wu-Tang forever, a lot, like a lot recently, right? And I think I even messaged on WhatsApp how amazing I actually think that album is. Even with the bloatedness, I kind of I kind of think there's only probably two, maybe three tracks I'm taking off of it because I love it that much. And I was listening to As High As Wu-Tang Get, and I thought, I wanted to wonder if Ray would agree with me or not. But it's so incredible, and ODB is so good on it, right? I think it might be top 10 definitely top 20 Wu-Tang joints is as high as Wu-Tang gets. High as Wu-Tang. The yeah, baseline I, to that. Yeah. It could It could be. It could be. A, a it's little amazing. Bit, a little, when you say, like, um, it's difficult to talk about because no one likes to speak ill of the dead. Uh, but mm, mm. 
ODB's not the highlight. He has he has, it, he has has like, a unique energy. Of, of course he does. I don't know. I'm just like a... But on, on that album and that track, they're all highlights. Raekwon's ridiculous. Ghost Face's ridiculous. Jizz's ridiculous. Dex's ridiculous. They're all actually quite ridiculous. When you when you think about the Woo and how like they are just all amazing, right? They are all pretty amazing. On that, you listen to that Wu-Tang Forever again and you realise, oh yeah, oh actually, yeah, we did live through uh, this time when literally all of them can rhyme their fucking asses off. But yeah, but on that same thing, I did hear Triumph again and there was a lyric from Master Killer, our favourite, right, that rang true and really hit me upside the head because of your recent chats on the end of year episodes, Ray. And one line that I know a lot of people have talked about, but I thought I should bring it to you, is Master Killer does say on there, the dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum. Now, I, <laughs> I want you to unpack that for yourself there and know what I'm referencing, your hate for drumless beats. I'm just saying Master Killer said this in 1997, mate. Boom. The dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum. Ray's not even, Ray's just still processing. What is he, what is I he am with? What are you coming with? Mm -hmm. Dumbfounded by that comment and realisation. Um but the point being, like, if we are talking about the dumb being intrigued by the drum, 36 Chambers mm -hmm. and, and Wu-Tang Forever didn't have any beats without drums. Let's say that for well, a start. No, obviously. Another yeah, part yeah. of it is, like, part of the way the drums hit on all of Riz's production, that's part of the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, are you saying the dumb don't have any value? I'm happy with the dumb loving Ooh. drums. Boom. I need Master Killer on here to do like, it's like, you know, like a uh, face to face. Yeah, I've got news for you. Master Killer's never coming on. Love you, Master Killer. You never come on. Oh, you remember that thing you called Master Killer Corner where you talk about shit verses? Yeah. That's, that's why it was No, no, Master Killer was not that. That's, for the, that's a very reductive statement. Master Killer was a moment of disappointment. Not saying he just, it was just a moment. It wasn't even that shit. It was just on Triumph when oh, yeah. you're going so try and high. Rescue. And then good. It it's good you try and rescue it. <laughs> anyway, 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 please revisit our debates on those if you want to hear more of that kind of chat. Uh, let's go in then, right? Let's go in. Uh, Nas's Magic album, Him and Hit Boy. Christmas Eve, it dropped, I think. Dropped Christmas Eve. So didn't really get mentioned in our end of year shows. Didn't really have a chance, so it's yeah, and uh, now I've had time to sit sit with it, listen to it a few times. Nine tracks, uh, so not you know not very long at all. Uh, what did you think, Ray? What where do where do you stand on magic? Um, the beats are magic. Is getting straight to the point, but the, the beats aren't magic. No, um, apart from obviously the primo beat is a quintessential primo beat, but um, I mean, don't I don't think, think, it, I don't think that is a primo beat. I think that might just be a primo scratch. I think he's just scratching on the primos. With ASAP Rock, that one. Yeah. ASAP Rocky. Come yeah. on, that's the, that might that's be the primoest beat you've ever heard. How is, how is yeah, that? Primo is on it. Yeah. You're saying Primo only did the scratch? I think Hitboy did all the music. Hitboy, it's another collab, isn't it? It's what, like King's but he just, Disease, King's... He yeah, just produced the, the beat in the most Primo style, which isn't, you know, beyond <laughs> possibility, but... <laughs> wave Gods, that's the Wave Gods track, isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know. And on that track, he does call himself and Hitboy the new gangstar, with Primo on the track, that's a flex. That's a big flex. So, I mean, it's not a new concept, is it? He's on Mass Appeal and he's been rapping over Primo beats since day one. So, true, 
true, but him and Hit Boy. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, to be fair, when you see the idea of a Nas album, and it is Hit Boy, and I know people do love Kings Disease 1 and Kings Disease 2, and the Kings Disease 3 is coming, so this is like that little filler in the middle, but it's not really filler. I think it's better than 1 and 2, personally. Oh, yeah, 100% but, it is, yeah. Yeah, because there's no filler. Literally is no filler. Like, that's the problem with the other albums for me, is they do have these lulls in them whereas this there isn't there, uh, there's a few tracks I might not love as much yeah, but for, it's not 40 like 40 to 16 yeah. building 40 16 building that one this just kind of it's you don't like it? I thought that was so Ray I thought that was so Ray that track uh, no. the, thing, the thing is he really succinctly sticks to the concept and he's like so specific about what he talks about on like all the rest of the album and like so Lauren 416 is it's mm. quite it is actually and I feel like I'm going to be saying this quite a lot now because I quite like the fact that I've coined the term I don't know if I coined it did someone else coin it it's Laura it's Laura Mipsum it's filler is what it is that's what um, what like, what Nas is doing yeah on, on 416 on 4016 it's not it's um. I don't, to be fair the lyrics just, of 4016 go on, go on no I mean they're not really they're just you know just Battle raps, I'm so good raps kind of thing. Whereas the rest of it is quite, you know, about, um, you know, the Me Joe Black concept, the, um, yeah, the, the, the speechless, ugly, all of it is, that is kind of, it's kind of about a theme that kind of, he's kind of six mm. of and he's, well, he's just lyrically, he's just on fire all across this album. That's the thing is because, yeah, I'm, I'm just usually like, it. okay, where's the sick beat? Where's the sick beat? Where's the sick beat? And obviously the primo beat, look. We'll, we'll find mm. out if it really is one but um, mm. do you know what I mean and then I, I go through it looking for that and then I'm like alright I'll get to it later and then I've never really it never really gripped me but um, now mm. obviously we discussed doing it for this I'm like alright let me actually listen to actually listen to the lyrics I'm like oh fuck He's, he just goes next level on it Yo, what up, y'all? This is DJ Premier, and you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. Hey, yo, 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 this is your boy, Farrell March, and right now, you are rocking live with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, what's up? This is Del, the funky homo sapien, down with hieroglyphics, the funk pimp. Come on here for some good shit. Yes, yes, you're rocking with the best. This is the one and only Just Blaze. Right now, you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. This is Open Mike Equal, and you are currently rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, peace and love to this homeboy, Man, and you're rocking with the Crate 808 podcast. It's the place to be. So good for you. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor Nelson, your R&B ambassador, talking all things R&B and hip hop on the Crate 808 podcast. Hey, yo, yo, check it out. This is the rapper Big Pooh, and I need you, 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 and you to make sure you check out this week's episode of the Crate 808 podcast. Tell everybody the rapper says so. That is interesting, though, because I think that's where it's hard for an old school legend to come into the rotation and you've heard his voice and way of rapping so many times if you you could zone out because there's so many other things to listen to maybe but i was just going to come in on 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 magic because as soon as i saw it drop i thought fuck you're using chimo do artwork as the artwork and that i just thought if that's the spirit of this little drop they're doing yeah I'm in because you know we've had Chimo on rest in peace, absolute legend. Go check that interview out. I mean that that just idea of nostalgia, you know, chip tooth Nas back in his bedroom in Queensbridge. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Let's see what this is. Is it another Nasir where it's 
Boba, him and who he is. This, I thought, because it is so small, such a small project, it's more impactful. You've whittled down, got rid of all the maybe catchy hooks or poppy, you know, shooting for the pop charts and stuff. Not really doing it on this. It's more about the basics, right? Get the basics right. And I think as Hitboy gets a bit of hate, I like some of Hitboy's stuff. And the only thing with Hitboy's stuff is it's, it's a bit synthetic, even though it is soulful sampling at times. It doesn't always stick with me. Um, and that's one thing I've always found about Hitboy. But I was going to go into a few tracks with you then, right? But let me just quickly go into the comments before we do. Yeah, big up uh, Ninja Rose. Ninja Rose is in the house. Big up. Boom, boom. Osman, Naz not doing an album with Premiere and then calling his collab with Hot Boy, the new gangstar, right? That is, yeah, like I said, I, and I remember the Scratch Magazine cover. We all remember this, like, that still means something to me, him and Primo. I'm not sure if that's been lost, maybe, as time's gone on and everyone collabs with everyone and you've got Royce, we're doing stuff with Primo, so maybe you don't think about that, but when Nas and Primo are together, I think Scratch Mag, why is there not just a 10-track, you know, Primo Nas project? Why is but? This is one of them what ifs, and do we really need it? If would we be let down if we had it anyway, because of where they are now both? And maybe it's better that we don't have it. And now we have Hit Boy, and they seem to be gelling. And that's the thing I love about this album is the fact that you go into it and Nas is sounding very comfortable, very comfortable just doing what he's not comfortable lazy, but just good comfortable. Like I know what I'm getting with these beats. Do you know what I mean? Um Yeah. Jack here, magic is by the by far the best of the Hit Boy linked stuff. I yeah. I do agree. I do agree. And I know people love KD one and KD two. Uh, there's some definite highlights on those albums, but just again as an album, not one I'm spinning back. This one I have spun back more. So I was going to go into this band Ray. We have most rewindables, uh, and you know I don't know if there's any really five mic moments on this on this album, but most rewindables meet Joe Black. Come on, Ray. What what are you say about meet Joe Black? Yeah, just Naz, you know, with his concepts, he's always on, he's always on point with the concepts. The um and that whole Meet Joe Black thing is just it, it's it's cool. It's cool the way I love the way the chorus flows, and we know mm. what he's saying about Meet Joe Black because that's me. It's, that's Meet and Death, isn't it? It's the Brad Pitt movie, and yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah, okay, yeah. of course. It's, but spoiler alert for the movie. But like the <laughs> the movie, the movie's shit, isn't it? I'm, like I'm not like the movie's not hey! like. I didn't mind the movie because of the hit, because of the because of the actual car crash. I don't mind the movie because I mean it's uh, but it's, it's all right. It's like it's a nothing movie, yeah, isn't it? Seriously. It's not like it's like a, a movie that has like the movie. It was worth the movie being made for this track to have <laughs> for it to be valid as a concept. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Although let's not forget that Nicholas Craven and Ransom already did a track called uh, Meet Joe Black. So I think I think maybe has he heard that and thought well, that's a good name. No, no, Niles is definitely sitting down with some popcorn watching Meet Joe Black. Big time, big time. He's done that. Definitely yeah, totally. got zooted and absolutely. Um, okay, well I like the way you where you dug into that. Fair play to you, mate. I thought as uh, musically though, as a track that is for me because the fact that you're coming in like the whole fucking track starts on these like Godzilla esque horns that's a statement like okay you're going very triumphant here let's see what you've got i just think it's when it really really works is when they do this and it's almost well it is it is fan service it's fan service and we are in the era of fan service i just want to scream five loved it 
uh, Halloween. Halloween's doing its thing. Fucking um, Star Wars. Star Wars has become fan service. A lot of Marvel, the new Spider-Man, not watched it, but I hear the rumours. So it's like Nas is hit, cohering to this larger idea of what content is. I'm sorry to call it content. What art is becoming now, commercialised art, let's say. And I don't know where, when does fan service become debilitating? And I think Nas at the moment is riding that line really comfortably. Um, I was wondering to you, when do you think, like, at some point, do you get sick like the new Star Wars films? Were you like, yeah, fucking hell, this is amazing. Like, you know, that they've done everything, they're ticking all the boxes. Do you know what I mean? Fan service, is that a recognised phrase, is it? Fan yeah, service. I feel so. Yeah, I feel so. Yeah, yeah. We're, I have heard we're, it we're literally, we're literally on a nineties hip hop podcast. <laughs> yes, but we're are literally, we bending... we're literally doing it as we speak. <laughs> but are you bending? So this is the this is the question about magic I have, right? Um, so let me get to my notes here. I've got it here somewhere, right? Okay, I've got some great stuff to say about it. But forty sixteen building, I was listening to that, right? And I was thinking. This is when Nas is now fully comfortable being the elder statesman. He's not cynical. He's not going hip-hop is dead. Young rappers are shit. He, he never said this, but he had that kind of like sharp edges to him back in the day when hip-hop was dead came out. And he even references it on the end of one of these tracks. You know, th that guy said hip-hop is dead. Now it feels like he's more comfortable parlaying a bit of, uh, like still braggadocio, absolutely, but also a lot of knowledge, right? Yeah. So it's understanding his strengths and it's, he's in a place to really quickly capitalise on it. Because I know this is going different versions, but uh, diverging it. But remember, Nas didn't drop album after album after album after album. This is like 18, 19 months, he's dropped three. And you think for him to quickly understand his strengths and go, no, I know this works and I know people like it. And to just turn these things around, it's yeah. kind of nice to see someone back to being prolific again. Um, but what I want to say about like, what is fan service and when does it become a little bit too overbearing maybe is when it dilutes the actual, um, what are you doing this for? Like, what is this album for? It's definitely entertaining. Is it, it's so basically right. Is it creatively breaking the mold? And does it need to break the mode mold? In fact, it, it doesn't break, it coheres to it. It's, it's quite backward facing. It's quite a retro album. Like it, he's even, the, the Chimodo artwork puts it there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But does it even matter that he's not breaking the mold? So if he's not breaking the mold, can Nas ever win? Like can not, right, I'm not going to, do we, should we even expect a legend of his standing after all this time to break the mold? So this is when it starts coming to me where I'm like, why am I listening to this? Why has he made this? It's because it is entertaining, but will I quote any of it? Will I be quoting it in a year's time? And will it be like, will will meet Joe Black, will Speechless, those two tracks, will they be in my Nas rotation, you know, when I'm older? And this is what I was wondering what you thought really about where Nas is at the moment like that. The only thing undefeated is time. Second is the internet. Three is this rhyme. Yeah, Naz is absolutely fucking destroying it on this. And I think where he is as the elder statement, I don't really like calling him the elder statesman kind of thing because he's still... But he is, man. He's 48 now. Like, he is. And that's fine. People can still make amazing projects at 48, but he he is he is elder statement now. Definitely. There are people way older that have the name, have the status as elder statesman. And I'm willing but I think it's a group they all go into, mate. Like I know Rakim's older, but and I know like LL's older, but I think I put yeah. them all together myself. Oh, you, well, so where's the cutoff? 
Where's the 40? 38? I think the cutoff is, is like, 30, like, generation, really, like Gen X. So they're all Gen X, right? And maybe late 80s. So late 80s, Gen X. When you get to millennials and then Gen Z, that's when I start thinking of generations personally. So like millennials aren't older statesmen, like <clears throat> push a T8 older statesman. But in five, 10 years, he will be. That's where I look at it. That's how I gauge it anyway, personally. But I, I don't see all of this as the, um, you know, you were drawing all the parallels with um, Marvel, etc., kind of thing. Because they remake, there's been how many, there's 16 Spider-Mans. Mm -hmm. There's a new one for each new generation. <laughs> Whereas, and mm -hmm. I don't really bet, I hear the new Spider-Man's fucking incredible. But I ain't got time <laughs> for that. There's, there's, if you, as soon as you buy into one, it's like, oh shit, they all cross over. They all have cameos in each other's movie or whatever the fuck they do i'm just i'm not interested in in catching up on the whole marvel thing and there's too much woke politics in it and it's just like i just i'm right not oh, having God, it but um right there ain't any woke politics in a fucking naz album and he's and the way he's styled this out is a lyrically he's absolutely smashed it um and b he's like he's not super cocky arrogant he's like next level confidence where he's like i don't need to be cocky and arrogant i'm fucking i'm the supreme being of this shit hey what's up this is black thought and you are now rocking with the crate 808 podcast yo 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 yo, yo. this is stretch Armstrong. my name is Garcia, aka cool bob love you're now listening to crate 808. Hey, yo, what up, y'all? This is Prince Paul, and you're rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, it's EV Evidence, Dilated Peoples. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast, my favorite shit. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York, and you're checking out the Crate 808 Podcast. Real hip-hop. Like, in a mm -hmm. Hollywood gangster, when he's like, it's called Hollywood gangster. Hollywood gangster. And he's just that cold... Um, that, just that little bit um, sipping liquor taking photos and I slid with a cougar I could have pulled a young young love but I took it was cuter and he's just just like yeah just it's, it's fine I can do that I don't need to, I, I done it yeah. I done it mate I done it mate I'll take what I want and then even the next line Esco relaxed in the hood I ain't come with a shooter they asked what I'm doing they said I was already proven kind of thing and he's just you know, that's mm -hmm. just you know in the hood, chilling. He's, he's like, oh, his, people know. Yeah, he, he knows. You know who I am. Yeah. We talk. We're talking yeah. about. I'm nice. He Don't knows his standing. He knows his. And that's what I love about this is his comfortness, comfort levels with that, not having to prove anything anymore. He's made billions yeah. off of like, you know, cryptos. Do you know what I mean? He don't, yeah. he don't need to do anymore. So I, and that's what I love that he is churning this stuff out because he enjoys doing it and it gives me joy knowing that. And when I'm hearing Speechless, right, and probably my favorite track on the album, that plodding beat, the fucking shades of RZA. And I've been listening to RZA a lot recently, so maybe it is just I'm thinking that, but it seems to have that RZA feel with a jazz twist. Um, a nice sort of beat switch as well when it gets to the hook, which I love. Um, his line when he comes out is, it made me stop and think, which I suppose that is all I can ask of a legend who's delivered classics. You know, it's just, you're still making me stop and think. He says he's 21 past the 27 year, 27 club. Yeah. And you such, think... Such a good, such a good first line. Wicked line. I love that smooth flow he delivers it. And let's remember, let's actually put some context on we've lost too many once in a generation talents, too young, and... That's why we should cherish a once in a generation talent like Nas. Because 
I see Nas as he is on the evolutionary timeline. He's on the timeline of hip hop songwriting. So rack him, then Nas, and then straight line, draw it to J. Cole, and then you can go from wherever, right? That's where I see him. So to see him drop something fills me with joy, used to fill me with a bit of uh, a reluctance. And that's why maybe I liked Nazir more than most is because I was like, no, you know, he's trying something. To, I was, maybe I was making a few excuses for him, but magic feels like I don't need to do that because it's comfortable. And we talked about meat and potatoes rap, didn't we, before? And uh, it is very good meat and potatoes rap. Um, but my, my thing is, how much meat and potatoes rap do I spin from like 2016 now? And that's just life at the moment. Like how much of it do I, because it doesn't appeal to me on a long withstanding thing, but um, how much any rap do I spin for 2016? That's the other question, isn't it? All these questions I'm posing to everyone, do you know what I mean? Like fan service, how much do you, so it, it's, yeah, it's made me question a lot of this stuff, but yeah, man, uh, the truth as well. The truth, man, when he says, um, this is yes, please, Nas, right? Galactica Glacier's 88 carats immaculate play stubs, them ends to a crime. I drop a rhyme, it's the same rush. That, oh, yeah, like little things. You're right, Ray. That them that packs a punch, packs a punch. Yeah, he's got he's got little bits of like no one does it, like the way he does that stuff. Um, is like no one does it like like Nas that 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 whole speaks he doesn't speak he speaks about stuff like he's he's viewing it happening he's not like in it happening like telling like third from, person yeah exactly it's it, that's the one isn't it first 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 person versus third person yeah it's that whole kind of mm. third person cost like he really gets out of his own shoes and looks back at the situation which is, so that's mm. what like woo for the children. It's just fucking, it's, that's fucking just mind-blowing. This whole thing about, he's talking about people, what people say about people who are at the top. Talking about it from third person, like fourth or fifth person. He's so far removed from it. Talking about <laughs> what these people are saying about these people at the top. But he is the person at the top. Top, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But he's yeah. like, I want to talk about how it is being this person up here from this guy's perspective down here. But not the guy mm. that's taking the piss out of me. It's the guy I'm from the guy over here who's mm. and th that whole concept of like how talking about how is that that specific bit about um, how the people that uh, at the, the people next to the people at the bottom talking about them talking about the people at the top um, probably didn't you know how I, I think I, I come what it is exactly about how the people at the top probably tried to help the people but they just. They they fucked they fucked him over kind of thing, so that's why he mm -hmm. kind of let them go. And then afterwards, people are like, "Oh fuck, he left his, his let let his people down, and he just went off on his own." And he's like, mm. "No, I fucking I tried to help people, and they were just shit, so I had to cut them loose." Kind yeah, of thing. that's but deep. That's deep. That yeah, See, that, 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 that with the children yeah. track is just fucking ridiculous. There's just so much in there. Okay. See, I need to, I need to pick that apart. The beat didn't do it for me on that. The yeah, beat no, I know. And that's the that's the thing with this is that's why you can easily be. be uh, missed because the beats mm. the beats are like they're six and seven out of tens kind of thing so yeah. so you agree with uh, i think it was pitchfork called hit boy a uh b class producer is what they called him pitchfork called him that <sighs> so you're saying the same six or seven but a b in it yeah but um you know everyone else has i look oh, fuck i can't think of any i can't think of hit boy track that, and maybe that says it all the fact that i can't name oh but this track but that track but mm -hmm. this track yeah because, maybe. yeah um 
Well, the Kendrick tracks he did for Good Kid, I'd always remember. That's when I first really got into it. I don't know if I can listen but, to Kendrick. Yeah. That's a whole fucking different story. Don't, don't but fucking, then that's don't that's a that. different story. The thing as well about Nas, you know, you said there about like it's the he. That's where I think it harks back to our nineties era days of Nas versus Jay Z. And what was it about Nas? He had this grounded in the earth streets viewpoint. Whereas yeah. Jay-Z did as well, but Jay-Z felt always like he was talking from a big fucking skyscraper, whereas Nas always felt like he was talking from the below the skyscraper on his way up on the escalator. Yeah. That's the that's the difference. And I feel in this it happens again, and it's searching through rap history that he tries to impart these lessons, uh, learnt and not learnt. Remember he says that on Ugly, where he says... Um, he ponders, you know, he says, oh, uh, I missed an opportunity going on Biggie's Give Me the Loot remix. Yeah. And that kind of thing hits me. De- calling a track Death Row East on the last project, KD2, where again, I was like, whoa, Death Row East. Now I want to hear about Remember, Death Row East was a thing when we were young, like, fuck Death Row, going the East. And yeah, so all these little moments. Yeah, I do, I do, I do enjoy all those. Let's go into the chat and then I want to ask you a few general questions. Actually, about there's been quite a bit, actually, yeah. Yes, there has, there has. Ninja Rose, yo peeps, Magic got replay appeal more than KD's for me. Fat trimmed, absolutely. Uh, Although the highs are higher on KD2. Hmm, Okay. KD3 needs to be Magic plus four tracks. Nars in pocket, and I agree with Cam, comfortable and just more natural. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Victory lap mode, he says, basically. In Japatino, victory lap is a great way of putting it. Yeah, here's a victory lap. You're right. And that's why I feel like, yeah, we should cherish this shit. So I was going to say to you then, Ray, a few things here. Where will any of these you can pick, KD1, KD2, Magic, rank in your Nas discography, even though we've only lived with some of these for only a year, some less? Um, well, let's just put this on the background of, so obviously on Creator 88, you have the um, three, album, three album runs of the 90s. And as we've well, as is well established, Nas has got the greatest free album run of the nineties, bar none. So um, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's well, uh, tribal well outcast just sitting there, gangster, just like oh, okay, bar none. But no, no, okay, I, I, I've heard this argument a few, not just you, right? A lot of people have said this. Yeah, because it's it, correct. Because why? We, it's not. It's not like shock horror. The third oh my one, god, the, so, you're such a controversial have... thing to say. No, it isn't. It's like the you're great, always face, greatest album of you're all time. Always face things. Greatest follow up of all time, and then it's got Nas's like on um, the third one. So yeah, but you're basing the third one on one track, whereas there are a few different tracks. But There's if he just dropped the biography, tracks. if he dropped the biography, I reckon you could definitely from all the mix leaks and all that shit. But yeah, no, okay, right. So so Big that Nas, that run. So it's not in the three. Definitely not in the top three. None no, of these. It's definitely not in the top three. After this, because there's bits on this album, it sounded like oh, Stillmatic Nas. It sounded like Stillmatic Nas. There was there was some moments where I felt a bit like that. Is yeah, where's it with Stillmatic and Lost Tapes and God? But where 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 would you say it is? Let me have a look. Where where does Godson fall in? Yeah, see, Godson's good as well. Godson's good as well. Yeah, this is it. Life is good. Ever untitled. Streets of Cyber, long. Yeah, it's got to go. It's got to go. I think Magic might be top 10, though. Godson's probably my, um, after the first, after the greatest three album run of the 90s. Stillmatic. What? No way. Stillmatic. It's, uh, yeah, but I haven't, I haven't revisited. I revisit, revisited Godson. And now that I've okay. paid more attention to this, I think this is top five Nas. Top five Nas. Oh, I think it's around seven, eight for me. But top five so. Nas. Because that, um, yeah, as Ninjas Rose said it, Sitting on top of the mountain, 
victory lap mode. That's perfect. It's a perfect way of putting it. Okay. Wow. Victory on that mode. bombshell. On that bombshell. But let us know what you think. Because there's the not many people that, that, that are in this situation of, of victory lap mode. And there's people that are, have achieved mm. such status where they have the right to have a victory lap, should we say. Mm-hmm. I mean, LL's not... Is, is LL's got an album come out this year, hasn't he? Yeah, apparently Q-Tip. Q-Tip yeah. album with LL. Couldn't I mean, imagine that. I, d- I don't know because he's a bit... Hasn't he been an actor now for longer than he's been He has, been but it, that just... kind of makes you forget. It, might, it makes you forget and he might be renewed. Look at the renewed vigour of this. This is another question I was going to ask you. 90s rappers having a renaissance. There seems to be this thing with Nas doing this now. Who else would you want them to follow suit? Who else would we, would you want to follow suit? To have a renaissance where you think you're getting the basics right and like you've just made that statement, you're making projects that could be in the conversation for top five you've ever made. Who would you? Who do you want? I know my number one. Well, Eminem, Eminem, obviously, obviously, Eminem. Eminem is is. But I mean, not getting basics right. Fine, Rakim's eighties, but I got into him in the nineties, so count him as the nineties. Okay, not okay. Rakim, I just don't know if he's ever going to drop anything ever again. Now, I don't know if he's going to. He writes book, you know, he wrote his book, and I don't know, but it would be amazing. I think an LL one I'm here for, an Eminem one I'm def. Like I don't even know what Eminem needs to do though. Now, like he seems to do the lyrical act- acrobatics so much, I kind of don't know what I want. So yeah, no, kind of interesting so where he goes next. Eminem has obviously he had the verse on. Shit. Oh, well, I've got blank to Corday. Corday. Corday, the new album. Yeah, Corday's yes. an album. And um yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of and like Corday had potential, but he does this he's, he's got beats. Yeah, but he does a lot of the bubba the bubba the bubba the bubba the bubba the bubba the bubba. And like it's just well, why are you doing it? You were so good before and you've just fucking just become like all the other Anyway, it's fine. I I've got to spend more time with the album. So on Parable, M's got a verse. Mm. Now I'm proud of myself, like Obama's kids. I came out of Michelle. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I know, I know. This is going to come back. Just remember this moment right now. And this is going to come back to haunt you in a minute. Because I had a, there's something that stuck out to me in my favourites. I thought, fuck me, this has got Ray Ridge written all over it. I don't even know what to call these lines. But yeah, okay. So you enjoyed the Michelle line. But that, but the, enough, the thing is, enough. just to get, just talk about M and what you want from him now. Like, listen to him on this, on that track. Because he's mm. he's not like he does do some unnecessarily fast bits. It's like, all right, very impressive. You've already heard it. Um, let's have some mm. succinct stuff that I can hear and understand. Which is where I, what RJ Payne does, and he's fucking killed it as well with his album. But let's get back to nuts. Let's get back to nuts. Let's get back to nuts. RJ Payne got a new album in twenty twenty two. Yep. And it's oh, fucking ridiculous. Geez, prolific. It is prolific. ridiculous. And it is. I don't even fucking know that. It's strange because he's only really come out in the last couple of years. Well, ha- has it had he's been success in the last couple of years. He's been, been around mm, for a while. Mm, mm. But um, he's also talking uh, in, a, in a similar way that uh, the Nas is as well and talking about how, how he runs his business and, you know, people in. Mm. I always love the Leatherface stuff with Roger Payne. That's when I first really fell in love with him. Oh, man, fucking killed it. Hey guys, this is Jerobi from A Tribe Called Quest. You're listening to The Crate 808 Podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, man? It's your man, Elzai, and you're rocking with The Crate 808 Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can check out, you know, artists like me. Hey, it's Steve Rifkin from Loud Records. You're rocking with The Crate 808 Podcast. Spread the word. These guys are dope. The questions they ask and the interview is amazing. Enjoy yourself. Be safe and be healthy. One, two, one, two. You know what it is. This is your man, S-K-Y-Z-O-O, Sky Zoo, live out the borough. And this is The Crate 808 Podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, 
But most importantly, share that love and put your peoples on. Peace and light. This is Cy Rock rocking with Crate 808 Podcast. And you want to check out everything hip hop on Crate808.com. Yo, this is Juggernaut, Nottingham City, NG area. You're rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast. Make sure you keep it locked in. There's so many gems drop. Crate808.com. Hey, yo, this is the one and only R.A., the rugged man. And I'm rocking with the Crate 808 Podcast with my man Cam. Yeah. But okay, so before we move on to our favorite music, one last thing then. We talked about top fives just very briefly, I feel, in the last end of year. I want a question for you, Ray. Has Nas ever been in your top five? And if not, why not? Throughout just think, I mean, not for a week, but as a mainstay, for a while, has Nas been in top five? Even as a kid, 15, 16, 17. No. Could you pinpoint why at 4 30 a.m.? could Uh, you get the mental fortitude to tell me i guess and more i I like people that are more disciplinarian with their um don't we fucking know it yeah well that's it isn't it it's just like (laughs) you're um, trying to tell me nas isn't disciplinarian fucking no because no even even with no even with what i I just quoted to you about nas so he goes sipping liquor taking photos and i I sleep with a cougar uh but could have pulled a young love, but I, but I took who was cuter. It, it, it's kind of an almost rhyme. That's fine. We'll let that go. But his all of his rhymes aren't. They're just kind of Boom. The, he the way he kind of like kind of lazily pronounces stuff to to make it rhyme. It's fine. You know, a lot of lyricists do it, and everyone like, does it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, there's some people that lean on it more heavily than others, and I always found that Nas lent on that style quite, quite more, you know, more than others. And um, you know, okay. bearing in mind, I've already stated he's got the greatest hit free, free album run of the nineties, and you know, there's he's already, you know, I'm talking legendary status. I'm sorry, you just this is just not in my top five. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, top, no, but okay, top okay. ten. Maybe. I, just, I just wondered, yeah. But no, he's, I just wondered. He's, oh, he's the, he was top ten for me for a while. He's definitely top ten. I think when one mic came out, I loved one mic and the writing to one mic so much. Uh, like but he, yeah, after he, a while, yeah, concept tunes. He sticks to a concept. Is is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, so I know. Yeah, um, true, true. Let's have a look, quick look in the comments then before we get into our favourite stuff of 2022. Uh, let's have a look. Where are we? Victory lap. Yes. Osmond, the irony is that Nas re-energised and motivated, which is great, but over somewhat middling beats. Yeah, kind of, kind of that is ironic. You're right. Ninja Rose here with his, yeah, with his rankings. Illmatic, uh, the Lost Tapes. Oh, no. Um, IWW. It, it was, was written. written. There yeah, we yeah. go. I've not, I've not seen it as IWW, so it took me a second to... It was written, yes. Lost Tapes, still my godson. Magic. No, I am in there. Oof. Oh, no. KD2. Okay. I don't really want to hear any more LL, says Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all this time at NCIS. No, I don't need any of that. Uh, Ninja Rose. Nars has been my number one for 21 years. And Ugh. Ninja Rose's name as an anagram is Nazir Jones. So... Yeah, this is a Nas head. Yeah. This, this episode's just for you. This episode's yeah. just for you, Ninja Rose. Uh, but yeah, Nick Sheffield, as far as I was aware, LL was only made R&B stuff for around 20 years, so no interest either until he deviates from that. But I've been listening to radio. I've been listening to Bad Again. And I'm not sure, you know, I don't think he's going to go 14 shots of the dome back back then but you know you don't know when they come back out you might be like fuck it I want to get a bit more battle rapping again and just pick a fight with a new rapper Uh, Nick Sheffield I love Nas and maybe in top five but too many misses for me to stay there non-stop I think I agree with that he's got a lot of misses hasn't he 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. So is yeah, it? He brings, so up, his, he brings up his missus in this album a few times, which makes you feel like, come on, bro. Like, you don't need to be talking about that. Like, I don't know. It's complicated. It's messy. There's There are a few lines which get sound a bit messy on Magic. But overall, yeah, yeah I think we're both enjoying it and one of the best Nas projects in years. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Ray, 2022. No, 2020 was only just ended. We only just recorded our end of year episodes. Now we're talking about new music. This is how fast the world moves. Um, tell me if you, well, tell, start off with one, then I'll go with my next one. What is something you've been loving in 2022 so far? And in the comments, let us know what you've been loving so we can talk on those as well. Yeah, it's just RJ Payne. That's all, that's all, my, that's all my life is now. He's fucking, okay. he's just fucking ridiculous. There's some, so the beautiful- I mean, when I introduced you to him and you were like, yeah, he's all right. But now you fully love him. Yeah, he's just um, such, just the so reliable with like his mm. rhyming patterns and rhyming schemes and everything. It's not like last word. It's like, you know what What, what I hate about what a, a lot of fucking, a lot of Kendrick does and a lot of what the fucking. I don't think I can talk to you about Kendrick because I don't know if you fully understand Kendrick. Oh, I don't understand Kendrick. Logic can only just be grasping at the coattails, but you love logic. And that's why I don't think I'd, I'd, this is a different conversation. And Kendrick will probably drop in 2022. So we will have this conversation, I'm sure. No, you know what? Even if it doesn't drop, we should do it. No, we should he just won't. do, just get it off your chest, Ray episode. Get it off your, we should just make these little pod series, a Patreon series. Get it off your chest, Ray. 15 just, minute voice notes from Ray. I, I just, just hate it. Off his chest. I don't, I don't have hate. I don't have hate Fucking in my life. Top five. I don't have hate. You know, oh, behave. Now I know you're lying. But go on, bro. It's not hate. It's not All right. Well, look, I hate shit hip hop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But RJ Payne. Nas has got this one line as well, hasn't he? That whole, um, don't talk to me about me, Jay. Me, Jay, and Frank White is like Cole Drizzy and Kenny. And like, Drizzy? Really? Come on. Uh, you got to admit, though, he's a fucking pop, top, like, pop star rapper, isn't he? So. That's what he's putting his. That's what he's putting the allegiance to. Is we were that big. Ed Sheeran's got got raps. His first fucking album. Yes, he's a pop star. He's a pop star. Drake is a better. He's a pop star. Drake is a better rapper than Ed Sheeran. Is he? Is he though? Yes. Yeah, he is. He actually is though. Like he he can he can rhyme better than Ed Sheeran. Definitely. No, no, no. Giving him that from day one. Drake was like. First name greatest, last name ever. No, come on, you're a dickhead. You're a fucking dickhead. I don't think he even rhymed it. It's like I just paid for Eminem to be on this track. Might as well be the rest of his verse. He might as well cut out his fucking verse and just can't believe used it to introduce Eminem. That should have been it. That should have been it. I I can't believe you're harking back to forever, which is like 13 years old. Drake's done a lot since then. He has got better. I think, as as a rapper. Uh, Ed Sheeran, I'm not sure, because I don't really care too much about Ed Sheeran's music, but don't want, it, don't want people hating on me for that. But um, okay, so how's this gone from RJ Payne to Drake and Ed Sheeran? How have we done this? Come on. <laughs> don't know. So RJ I've Payne, got a lot it, to it, dig into. So it's a, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful Payne 4. It's, um, it is actually a beautiful album. It's really good. Um, okay. What's it I, called? Uh, it's called Beautiful Payne 4, and it's... Um, there are a lot of beats on here with no drums. So it's slipping through. It's oh, slipping through into my, you know. <laughs> just First it was craving and evidence. 
First, it was craving and evidence with no beats, and you were enjoying that. Yeah, but this is breaking atoms. The the difference is with beautiful pain. It's it's not it's not excuse me not it's not Laura Mipsum rhymes. These is serious fucking rhymes about you know I'm the hardest to murder you rotten bitches. Still, I worked at Target while flipping burgers and washing dishes. And washing dishes, <laughs> zero up. talk, big burners, and lots of bitches. It's like all of it is like. Yeah, some proper gangster shit. But then, like, oh, I went to Target and, and you know, like, relatable. Target, yeah, Target I, chat, yeah. Oh, what is it? <laughs> okay. I bought this mini Mac, it stretches as long as my arm sleeve. Clips so long, it's like I'm launching a palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's actually yeah. quite good. Yeah, that's, like from, that. that's from. Launching a palm so, tree. Hell's Fury is another track that came out. Is this, this, like, um, Posse track. There's loads of fucking different people on it. And um, oh, okay, yeah. And so he basically, he drops he drops a verse after um, Royce and like you know. So oh, Jambo, Royce is on there. Yeah, Jambo is recently talking about why don't you like Royce and just I love Royce. I don't. Yeah, but it's, it's under. Let's not veer down these. Let's not veer down these thingies too much. We've got. He's so also, but he's not a disciplinarian projects. with his um with his lyrics. He he like builds mm-hmm. a. Uh, he has one hot line and then builds a mediocre verse around the hot line. Whereas no, RJ, Payne no. is just, RJ Payne is just like, I'm right. You can show it. There's a fucking million examples of it. But um, I'm not having that. I think I think Royce is one of the few that crafts every fucking line. Every fucking no, line he thinks about. No, he doesn't. I think so. All right. So well, either going to, way. There's going to be Kendrick Kendrick episode coming up. <laughs> a Royce one. And there's a Royce yeah. one. Okay. Okay. All right. We will. We'll go into it. My, my first one then. Again, we can't get away from 90s, can we? Even though you went to RJ Payne, I'm going to take it back to the 90s. DJ Muggs has fucking done it again. DJ Muggs and Riggs, gold. I don't know if you've heard it. Ray, have you heard this album? I skipped for it. I don't, I'm, not really feeling, I'm not really feeling Muggs, but I fucking know. I'm so negative. I'm not being... Look, it's, I don't. No, it's not, the weird being, thing is, it's not about being negative. It's about being only... Like, I want the most beautiful stuff to listen to. And I'm skip. I mm. just I, I find myself skipping through. See, I think you may have been you may have touched that skip button with an itchy trigger finger, because this is one of the best boom bap. It's gone boom bap. Got fucking like heavily into that. I feel like what what he's done here with Riggs. Riggs. I don't know if people. Know, I think he was on Amongst Wolves with um, uh, Ace and Eastwood last year. That I really like that project and. Riggs was on there. That's the only time I've ever heard of him. But they're from a, a team called De Cloth, who I don't know much about, uh, granted. But Muggs is the thing that drew me to this, right? And fucking hell, right? I know Muggs goes off on different tangents now in his career and talk about a renaissance. The man has just kept going. Like, he's one of them producers I do think we need to do an episode on where you just really look at the roots of what Muggs has done from Cyprus to Soul Assassins to where he is now and so much such stuff a, is, comes from range. it. Yeah, yeah, massive range. More than some goats, I would say, mm. right? This time round, he's just thought, I don't know what he's just thought, but the way it hits me, he just thought, you know what I'm going to fucking show this time round? My masterclass of sampling. I'm going to show people I can still sample with the best of them, right? And I'm not a digger in that a beat a beat head like that. Like I don't I don't know how to spot samples, so maybe it's not that. But he turns his hand into territory I've not seen him do like this. That's so unashamedly soulful as well. Like the one thing I kept coming back into is this is him putting soul back into Soul Assassins. The title Soul Assassins, this track has so much of it. He's gone big into the soul crates, 
you know he used to love his guitar samples with Cypress. There's a few of those as well. The fucking keys. Um, one of the best balances of beats and rhymes on a Muggs project uh, since last year's Rome, uh, Rome Streets with Death and Magician. They killed that Rome's on this album as well. And the sampling on this just seems to hit me harder than that album from Jump. Obviously, we've only lived with these, what, for a month? Less than. So, uh, you know, thing taste can change. Um but there's bars on here that stick. Riggs, he is just your type. Of, like, he is very functional, knows exactly how to be direct, how to hit punchlines. Um, there's one line that's always just been swelling around my head since where he goes, why the fuck would you be sorry for being you? Admits all this crime rap. And although he does talk about other stuff, like a bit more grounded in his life, he has stuff like that where I was like, yeah, why the fuck would you be sorry? There's an idols track, which, uh, which reminded me of like, you know, you shouldn't feel sorry for being yourself. You should be yourself. So although it's just one throwaway line, it just has, not a throwaway line, it's just one line. It has been going around my head. Uh, but I had a few tracks here. I mean, cause I know that you will like this album, I feel. Cause heads off the wall, heads on the wall, Muggs is boom bap on that. It's such an interesting choice for me for him to go back there, to go, yeah, I'm going to go back there. And then on that track, the keys are killer, 24 carats, the fucking soul, as I've said, the soul is ele elevated in that. It's a really sad song with these hardened edges. And I just thought, even if he didn't do Riggs, a more direct type of gutter rapper, I would love to hear Navy Blue, Wiki and Earl on that beat. And I know you don't feel them, but just for the other people in the chat, I'd love that. I would, that would be amazing. And you know what I loved about Muggs, especially when we had him on, you know that he truly thinks through his production and he's not doing anything lazy almost to do that at this age. That's crazy. He's 50 on a bet, right? 24 carats. It's a bit minimal, but there's this extremely subtle, right? Vocal sample that he puts in there. It's almost not there, Right. But once you notice it, you realise it's that beautiful little ripple in his beat making where he thought, you know what, that little thing, I'm just going to put it there and it's going to just sit there and I'm going to put it back in again. And he's truly thought his things out. And I'm just like, fuck, this is, this is amazing. And what's his first verse on that where he says, um, this is the kind of fucking impact Riggs has. I don't know much about this guy, but nobody knows the streets more than the ones who are abused by it most. Stuff like that he's getting to the heart. He's that prodigy. It's like getting to the heart of the street rap. So yeah, I don't know what you think about Muggs and where he's gone recently before I go, move on. But yeah, I, I just love this album. And I want to speak on it a bit more as we go in the year. Cause I reckon it'll be homework. one of those. Absolutely. Homework this time. Homework. Next homework this time next month. Mate, I've got another bar for you here on what we got. Gunpowder on my sleeve is a different cologne. That's not the hardest lyrics I've heard in ages. What cologne do you use? Just gunpowder. Just using gunpowder, mate. What the fuck? Like the hardest nail shit for eons we've been hearing it, yet someone can still turn a phrase that may say, fuck me, I'm going to rewind that shit. And fucking what we got could be on Hell on Earth. But what we got could be on Wu-Tang Forever. It could be on those things. So yeah, absolutely lovely. Uh, and I'd let me do a few more tracks if anybody else. Fool's Gold, man, when he says... <laughs> His, his flow is good. Musically, I beat on you ends and I do it beautifully, smooth, but very brutally. <laughs> wow. Your, your, your paradoxes of like, I'm going to 
kick the shit out of you, but do it beautifully. And you're like, what the fuck? And on that same line, on that same bars, he's saying stuff about, I'll scoop up umpalumpers, which is a reference I haven't really unpacked yet, but it's a thing that sticks out. And, uh, and I think on there, you know, when me and you talked about um, Infamous and Prodigy's intro where he says fuck all that space shit man like all that all that you know yeah. you know and he was kind of talking about outcast uh riggs actually references it on this track and he says feel what prodigy said fuck all that space shit <laughs> wow it, people still are saying this uh which is ironic because mugs kind of birthed and uh fathered a lot of the ethereal abstract rap that is around now which you could probably call space shit so it's quite ironic that he's doing it with him i had to i had to put that out there and where your soul at is like a fucking ninth wonder beat and i know you do like some ninth wonder yeah. so it has all these elements man it has all these elements stellar sampling good bars uh fucking yeah i mean you, you can imagine jay-z and nas on where your soul at and that would be all time back in the 90s you'd have been all over it uh supreme what we want in east side blues got some guitars there fucking un unbelievable yeah just a great great project and yeah i've been feeling it man um, go to the chat go to the chat go chat, to the chat. let's go to the chat sorry we've been we've been denying these guys let's have a quick look let's see what people are saying um okay Osman, I think the Mac Homie and Fahim EP is great. Yes, that is from 2017. Uh, I have gone back to that to listen to it. And yet, as always, uh, I do really, really enjoy that. Earl Sweatshirt, Sweatshirt and the Mugs and Rigs are two the big ones for me, says Jack. Yes, I have notes on sick. Earl Sweatshirt is one of the projects I want to talk about. We will get into that. Osman, Code to the Friends, Lyrics to Go 3. I've, I've got that on my list. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm glad that you've brought that up. Um, although he's quite a Laura Mipsum rapper, which I know Ray will love. <laughs> Right. Jack, that Kota release is dope. The whole trilogy is amazing. Uh, and uh, what else we've got here? Um, from the back end of last year, Jack, Curious Concrete. Oh, Curious Concrete, Jungle and Balance, Choa, great. Yes, all of those. Absolutely. Um, Nick Sheffield had the rigs of mugs on loop. Fucking thank you. I love our audience. I love our listeners. They they know this shit. Uh, speaking of throwback 90s acts, Osman says, um, Arrested Development had an excellent album from last year. They did. I heard that. And I'm glad you brought that up, man. I, not a lot of people talked about that. Not a lot of people. I think they were on um, B-Boy magazine cover. Uh, that's when I first said they were back. Um, Jack Patillo, also, whilst not perfect, Super Tecmo Bo hit more than Bo Jackson. I brought a pot water tank in the last episode, a live show. So yeah, there you go. Ninja Rose here, gold at number one, AJ Swade and Televangel, Metatron's Cube. Ninja Rose, me and you are twinned. It's almost like we have the same placenta being birthed. That is one of the projects <laughs> I will be talking about. Yes, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, sick. That's another, your top three of my top three. Fuck. Four, Shade Noir, Food for Thought. I've only heard half of it so far. Sounds good though. I'll listen to that. Mussolini and Ninth Wonder, The Don Eye. Number five, track of the year so far is Shade Noir, Communion. That is a great track, deep as fuck. You're absolutely right. Uh, Nick Sheffield, big call, but I like this. Mugs pushing top five producers ever list. Ray? Just on the early Cypress Hill alone, frankly. Just on that? Yeah. Just, Fair play. And just fucking listen on. to those albums. There's there's no skips on those albums. Just uh, just from yeah. you know Black Sunday and all of the, all of those all of the early ones. Oh, like. the debut, mate! Oof, Latin lingo. Let's fucking go! What a track! Um, what else we got here? Uh, Riggs lyric I like says Nick Iron always low like I'm anemic. That yeah, good, good. <laughs> he, he see he has these simple things and they they do ring true. Um, Ninja Rose mugs on the mountain with Nas. 
just from a producer standpoint yeah, yeah you're gonna <laughs> like it P- push that Niles agenda let's go crazy to think Alchemist was under his study was his understudy uh, yeah this is what I mean birthing and sunning a lot of fucking you know fathering a lot of this shit um Nick Sheffield, yeah, definitely on the mountain. Absolutely. We need a mugs episode. And Ray, I have a long ass mug Spotify playlist if you don't have one. Yeah. Ooh, I, I don't have one, Nick. So I would like that. Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. it, drop it, drop, it, drop it. that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you got another project for me there then, Ray? That also, you've been beware, you'll be judged on this playlist. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Ray is very judgmental. I don't know if anyone knew this. But uh, yeah. Uh, so, Ray, anything you're feeling songs wise? Like, any songs you've been liking? Anything you're spinning? You talk about breaking atoms last time around, didn't you? Yeah, breaking atoms. I think I already said Motorola Motorola era, um, AZ and Two Chains. It's just, it's such a. You can just put it on repeat. It's such a fucking funky beat. It's amazing. Bam Bam Bigelow by Annoyed. You heard that? No, but it's called Bam Bam Bigelow, so I'm already in. It's just fucking man had the best head tattoo ever, bro. Come on, Bam Bam fucking Bigelow. It's such a like. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you got to check it. Anyway, it's just it's such a it's okay. such a really satisfying. It's, um, the 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 beat and the lyrics, all of it is just it really pulls it off. And then um, yeah, homeboy. Did I say homeboy salmon? Keep that same oh, he energy. Got some new art, didn't he? I didn't hear it. Yeah, keep that same energy, which is it's just it's very homeboy. It's very homeboy. It's just you know it's very it, homeboy it's salmon. Him doing yeah, it's mm. yeah. So I've I've just fucked the COVID up. protocols. <laughs> Fuck the COVID it's protocols, that, it's, but. It's, uh, that's his thing, yeah, but yeah, but mate, I, I, I will, I do like checking out Homeboy Sandman's newest work, so I shall check that out. But yeah, uh, like I said, also, so there's a track Hell's Fury. I'm not, I'm not sure what it's from. I've just put it on Hell's my playlist, Fury. but um, that's okay. that, that's the one. Uh, it's got um, RJ Payne, Royce, and a whole bunch of other people. But um, it's a posse cut. Posse cut, yeah. It's um, oh, I'm here for a posse cut. Here for a posse cut, Ray. Okay, this is. I'm going to get these listening. I'm going to listen to some of these. I'm going to go into. I've got two more projects I want to talk about for 2022. Sorry, this is running a little long, but let's get into it, right? Little, let's get into it. Um, so you haven't heard these. So, Ray, you're probably just going to sit there and react to stuff you've not heard. Maybe next time, what I'll do is I'll send it to you, then you can have your opinion. Uh, but this this is yeah, the thing, well, right? You know, you'd probably be helpful warning if you were. You've, oh, by the way, I've done 16 pages of notes on <laughs> Muggs' new release. Oh, what, the, what the fuck? All right, then. <laughs> yeah, true, true. It has been a bit of a bad, but we've got a great Ghostface episode. I've been trying to work on that. That's coming out before the end of the month for the Patreon users. And if you're not on Patreon, patreon.com slash Cray808. Man, the Pretty Tony album might be our best Wu-Tang Chronicle. Yeah, and we did some great ones. Supreme Clientel with Dean Van Nugent, Dean Van Nguyen, uh, fucking, oh man, Bulletproof Wallets was great. So yes, I, I Pretty Tony coming soon before the end of the month. Let's get into it then, right? I've got two more here. Um, I could go into Ill Sweatshirt. I'm going to save that for last because a lot of people have already spoke about Ill Sweatshirt's uh, last project that's just come out. Sick. I'm going to go into one that's not been mentioned so much. Metatron's Cube, right? By AJ Swade and Televangel. I've not heard of these guys. Again, a bit like Riggs. I've not heard of them. This album may be, and I know it's ridiculous. I've only had it for less than a month. But if you were putting a gun to my head now and saying, what's your contender for album of the year? This is probably going to be in the conversation. Some drastic, incredible shit would have to happen this year for me not to even have this in my 10 at the end of the year. And it's only the first month. Hey, Russ, Russ could bring out another one easily. <laughs> Chomp three. Chomp three could derail me. It could. It could. But 
this 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 album is that good though right if people haven't heard it go listen to it. it's on Bandcamp. 15 dollars for a cd go back them they're working like i i added them on twitter saying some of this stuff is amazing and they were so nice like they just seem like nice people i know i've already had a few twitter changes but they seem very very fucking good at what they do as well the artwork on this is sick um we talked about the artwork on the other stuff. The gold artwork is pretty cool as well for mugs. But this one, right, is straight from the School of Pray for Paris, West Side Gun. Like, it's just fucking sick. I love that. But let's get into it, right? They have so many different... Um, it's such a contrasting Have you album. said the name of it yet? one thing. Yes, no. Metatron's Cube. Metatron's, Metatron's Cube. Okay. Cube. Well, I, yes, I AJ like Sway, Televangel. Yes, yeah. If, if I'll put the links in the description as well. But this man, I tell you... It's it's got so many different types of music on it, but all kind of hears the same like feeling, and it's not a short album either, which is hard to do. So I thought better better to do is just go into a few of these tracks, and then you get a bit of flavour of what I'm talking about, right? But Vox Machina has one of the grimiest beats I've heard in a long time, right? And the way this guy AJ Swade rhymes makes me think he might be the bridge for you. Laura Bips rappers and straightforward rappers. I think Ray, this is a guy that you might like because he has elements of both. He has these lines that stick in your head and are a little bit more abstract, but he also has, yes, that's the one, Ray, at the top. There's a few right, different Fox machine. Yeah. Oh, is there a few? Okay. Well, uh, I don't know what he's referring to. But um, when he goes into uh, his first line, is so pertinent when I have Alexa learning the sound of my child's voice. In the kitchen, his rhyme is talking to machines and they talk right back to you. Blood-sucking parasites, not like Dracula. And then he goes into his own thing. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, we do talk to machines, they talk right back to you. Blood-sucking parasites, not... And yeah, the paranoia was real from Jump, right, when I heard this. But it's not just about that. There's so many other things he talks about. Wake the wind, right? It starts off like a fortet song, almost, and then goes into this amazing beat where this guy can, he definitely crafts opening lines. Because his opening line on this is, I wake wind, cross over that, I break your shin. If we don't make it out, we break it in. And I was trying to break that down. I was like, I wake wind, cross over, and I break your shin. Like, cross over basketball breaking your shin? Like, what does that mean? And then if we don't make it out, we breaking in. And I was like, shit. Like, it's almost like, that's odd. It's an odd paradox of rhymes to put right. together. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, in, you know, I'm in, so the, I'm in. Did you get yeah. the cassette or the Digipack CD? I'm going to get the CD. I haven't bought, I'm going to wait for Bandcamp Friday. I'm going to do it on that. Get the CD. Uh, it's on Spotify though. So I've got it on Spotify on there. On, on, it's all all on the Cray 808's playlist as well. So go check more out the stuff on Bandcamp playlist. now because it's like, it's away from Spotify. It's away from, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like more curated because you're in a whole different place kind of thing. Exactly. And once you like one thing, it's a nice rabbit holes as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he has these confusing lyrics, but I like untangling confusing lyrics, as I said to you before, as long as they're worth it. Uh, they are deep. He talks on that wake the wind about not fitting in, just being a person who just can't fit in, uh, about gentrification, about saying healthy, being a healthy person, about ego and expectation, and then about chopped garlic on his chips and LSD. Like, it's really weird. He's put so much into it, it unravels. It unravels lyric after lyric, and you can't keep up with it. And that's the thing. And it keeps you reeling from each line, which makes you go back. And that's why it's very rewindable. Um, 
So I did say, I think he's the bridge from Rat Ferreira and Navy Blue to like ransom for you, I think. Maybe, maybe. That's what I think anyway. Um, and he says something like, it always backfires when you try to change time. And I just thought this man definitely has watched The Terminator and Back to the Future because it does always backfire when you try to change time. There's always some shit goes wrong. It's like, stop doing it. So yeah, absolutely. Um, there's other lines on Terror. Great track. You're better off trying to stare down Gary Boosie. Yeah, but Back just, to the Future, they did end up fixing their timeline. So let's not forget. Yeah, but there was always an error. The first one had an error that went that led to the sequel. And yeah. the sequel had an error that led to the third one. So although just, then I can't remember how the third one ends in, in the West. It's so crazy but, they went to the Wild West, didn't they? Of all things they could have done, it was like... <laughs> they went old Hollywood. Just, let's just go. They went old Hollywood. Let's go old Hollywood Wild West because, you know... yeah. Why not? Well, let's just do old old style. It is a weird one, but people love westerns, mate. They do. Um, Terror, right? You're better off trying to stare down Gary Boosie. Is a line I've been thinking because I watched Point Break the other day. And I just thought, yeah, no one fucking needs that. No one needs to have a stare down with Gary Boosie because he's very intense. So Gary Boosie lines. There you go. Um, just a winter time track that is terror uh, three hours late that's a fucking that could be one of my songs of the year already because it's up there already because it has it's weird it's like they've listened to james blake and put it into this underground hip-hop and had this really sad sample of like please love me this line says please love me throughout it and the last verse is amazing i don't hear these people i don't know who does the last verse um there's a guy called uh seshi I've never heard of him. And Hemlock Ernst, who I've if anyone knows these guys, please hit them down in, in our comments. I'd love to know more about them. But another reason this might be one of the albums of the year, right? You know Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, right? You know Mr. Motherfucking Esquire from, uh, he's done quite a few viral tracks. I think he's got no. lines. He's very much a Ray rapper, but I love him. He's fucking funny. He's, I got a lot of homework. I got a lot of homework for Yeah, Mr. Motherfucking, you'll love Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, I think, right? Respect the Architect. Again, grimy as fuck. Sinister, this track. Coming off of something that's a love song. And in the middle, it becomes really sci-fi and they go full on Doctor Who. They, it's like, I love this song. I love this song. Respect the Architect, right? And Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, right, has already dropped a verse of the year contender just because it's so fucking funny. I actually thought, is he, has he got this rock, like... Is this supposed to be, you know, you're kind of thinking it reminded me of when M would do some break the mold shit and he's rhyming normally, rhyming normally. And then he rhymes a line that goes on and on and on. It doesn't rhyme. It's just him venting about, I will email every single Spotify listener you have and give them a virus. This is the line. This is how it goes, right? And it's really battle rappy. So just imagine it. If you haven't heard it, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this. If people haven't heard this album, go listen just for this. Um, fuck every listener you had on Spotify wrapped. If it was 1.5 million ends, I will literally fucking email every one of them individually, buy themselves a, buy themselves a virus and make sure they computer break down so they never listen to that bullshit you record. You record Because I fuck with your shit, but I fuck with me more right? I could go to my crib. I'd rather run up to yours, like put the remote control down, everyone on the floor. Oh, is that your sister right there? I think I fucked her before. What? Like <laughs> that, he says it so matter-of-factly, 
it makes you stop. I think I'm not even sure if they cut the beat, but something happens where you're like, "Why? Why are you talking about this?" I mean, what? Yeah. So this is what I'm saying, bro. There's and Premrock's on there. Premrock's bringing his just. We still talking about Metatron's cube. Yes, yes, we are. This is how good this project is, right? I'm not joking. He's got sleigh bells on this way. Watch out! Has got sleigh bells on there, and. Just listen to how this cut breaks down as it ends. The fucking roots of Madlib are in there. It's one of my most rewindable moments on the whole fucking album. Master Shaker is another one. Just opulent beauty. Uh, what is another fucking thing that it says here? Here we go. Just be- I've just put just beautiful. <laughs> Some of these tracks. But five times ten is amazing. Ruby's is one of the best beat switches. And you know I love a beat switch. This is going on the place that Beatrice is fucking sick. And I actually said that on Twitter. And if anyone wants a little Easter egg, they did actually say on there, they messaged me back on Twitter saying, um, yeah, we had two or three beats and couldn't think which one works for Ruby's. So we just kind of amalgamated them and made this. And the lyrics are on fucking point where he says... Um, What's he? I can't remember exactly what he says, but he says he's chilling with the looters and polluters whilst he's having a go at armchair activists in front of their computers. And you're like, yeah, he don't give a shit about woke culture and fucking looters and like he's with the looters who you guys have a go at, you know, because they're looting. But I'm also with the polluters and you guys, and the climate change thing. Although you know, it's just a funny way to 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 fucking twist it around and yeah Metro, i'm not sure if i talked about that for too long but i could, I could keep going but you did. yeah that, you, that, did. I, you did you did <laughs> i'm no sorry everyone's gone home did you everyone's did gone you home. Not, let's yes yes the chat let's <laughs> let's dive in before i get back to ill sweatshirt quickly so that's a quick one uh let's have a look uh, Ninja Rose separated at birth, mate. It is. It does feel like that sometimes. And that chat was probably for you. Uh, Nick Sheffield will share my playlist. Yes. And we'll be disappointed if there wasn't any judgment from Ray. <laughs> <laughs> they know you so well. Uh, oh, Ninja Rose, you bring these out. Is Muggs on the Mount Rushmore of producers? Of hip-hop producers or producers? On producers, I think we're going to have to take a take a break on that one. On hip-hop, hip-hop producers, producer, what the fuck else were we talking about? But no, but just you know, you know, Quincy, you know, deserves a mention. Prince deserves a mention. Let's. But I do think Muggs on the Mount Rushmore. I'd like to hear the argument against. I'd like to hear the argument against it. Looking yeah. back on it now, if you really are looking at Rock Marciano type shit and Arm and Hammer type shit, and I'm not saying like they're directly influenced. So Rizzo Primo is influence. Rizzo Primo is so is Muggs. Rizzo Primo. Rizzo Primo. Dre, obviously. Prince Dre. Prince Paul, fuck, Prince Paul's amazing. Q-Tip, so, so, Pete Rock. Oh, yeah, fuck, Pete, these Pete are the Rock. conversations you've got to have. Pete Rock. Um, Rizzo Primo, Dre, Pete Rock. There's a, there's a conversation for Kanye. If you're just talking production, he created a whole new whole new style, like twice. You know, so there's that argument. Jay Diller, Jay Diller's in there. Mad Lib's in there. Ev- Alchemist is in there. Fuck, I, no, no I don't know. We can't have this conversation. Five. What are you talking about? He's, he's Top in the of 90s producers. No, no, he's not. Oh, 90s. Oh, 90s producers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. Yeah, uh, I was just about to say. Jay Dillon's number five. That's it. It's done. I was thinking Far Side, fucking yeah, yeah. Soul Quarians, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe not. But oh, that's a, that's an episode on its own. Uh, Ray, <laughs> ready with this. Ray, can we, accept, can we expect a self titles album anytime soon? And that's a demigods reference. Yeah, um, I think Apathy's had a couple of. Um, yeah, he's been, he's been dropping he's been dropping stuff stuff recently, but 
Okay. Yeah, self-titled. If that's that's, where, that's, where, that's where the energy is. Let's let's yeah, let's go. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. When when, when, you, when, you, when is he when is he on the pod? I don't know. Tried tried man tried. What self-titled or apathy? Both both tried Either or tried. Trust me, we want we want to do this. We want to do this. Patreon A- apathy. Uh, he he would fucking argue with you and put you in your. Put you in your yeah. Spot. Oh, I've seen him on Clubhouse. Don't worry. Uh, when Clubhouse yeah. was alive, he, he used to be on there. Oh, really? What was he argument- yeah, yeah, he argumentative? Or? No, it was it was kind of cool. <clears throat> he had his own little like gang, and they were it was funny. To be fair, it was quite funny. Um, let's have a look here. Ninja Rose Metatron's cube is ridiculous. Lots of exclamation. I'm popular. <laughs> Not anymore, mate. Uh, NFTs only. Uh, I was out for a walk and had to stop with a screw face multiple times, looking like Conway the Machine out here. So yeah. dope. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> the Conway the Machine reference. Osman Hemlock Ernst is down with Kenny Siegel. Are they had an album out in 2019? I did not know that. Oh, okay. That's dope. Um, uh, yeah, I've been on rigs for about two years, says Ninjas Rose. Uh, check out the track Poisonous. He's done with Ransom and Mooch. Okay. He will play it over and over and over. <laughs> uh Nick Sheffield for me, Rizzo, Primo, Dre, and then it gets difficult. You're right. Madlib, Dilla, Havoc. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a question we can go on forever. You're right. Everyone's in, in the chat doing it now. Now, if you want to join in, join into the Patreon, you can get involved. Uh, so, last one then, but certainly not least, Earl Sweatshirt drops a new release. Uh, sick. Um, Ray, I'm guessing you've not heard this because you're not into Earl Sweatshirt. I'll put, I'll put it on my list. It's fine. I've got homework. Okay, so you've not heard it? You've not heard it? We're, not we're heard talking it? albums released this year and it's January. So I've got the whole year yeah, to listen yeah. to it. All right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. True, 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 true. Uh, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah, January's had some great stuff. Sick is, uh, for me, Poison. very good. It's really good. It's probably one of the most rewindable Earl projects in a long time. And I'd say that being a fan of the other stuff, but Doris is hard to listen to. I'm not going to leave my room. Fucking rap songs. They're all amazingly, like they have so much substance to them, but this is just still packed with a lot of emotion, a lot of substance, but in 25 minutes. And it's that, I think it was Cinema Side, Big Up, Dylan Green, who's been on the pod. He summed it up perfectly in his Pitchfork review, where he says, Earl used to make you sift through the mud to find the gold. On Sick, the nuggets are gleaming right on the surface. I think that sums it up absolutely perfectly. And I suppose when you get someone like Young Guru to come in and do a mixing job to clean it up, this is what happens at the end of it. And he's got accessibility on it, um, but he doesn't sacrifice the gravitas and weight of what he's saying. And he just repackages it puts it all together, remolds it, and it becomes just another string to his bow. And I feel like, yeah, I want to hear that from from Earl. And I think there's lots of Easter eggs in this, like uh, Old Friend, Alchemist Beat. Um, yes, he's got his brag rap and he's combining it with trauma and pain, but the way he does it with the densest ways ever, as he always does, uh, he has, it's called Old Friend, OF, Odd Future, and you know he's thought this stuff through. Although there aren't really any odd future references, but it does make you think about where is he with Tyler right now? Don't really ever see them talking. Don't, where is he with Frank Ocean? The, all the other guys from, you know, Odd Future. So to name this old friend, Odd Future reference was quite intriguing. Black Noise as a producer all over this 2010 is just energetic shit, uh, just relatable. Um, and there was a lot of, like, looking back on his errors, and not wanting to look back on his errors because they're too painful. That's all kind of really stuff that, you know, echoes with me as as we've talked about in 2021. But Raymond, 
This is the bar I'm saying for you. He even has bars for the likes of you. Five O's on me like the Olympics. <laughs> oh, God. Hang on. I need a minute. see see oh fucking hell this is the (laughs) yeah this is the gems on the surface as cinema size said yeah these are the gems on the surface this is this is yeah yeah this is (laughs) he stood up ray left stood up for an ill sweatshirt lyric my work here is done me like like the olympics It's so simple, yet so creative. Yeah, yeah. And this is, yeah. And he, I reckon he could do that. He could do that or forever. But he, he does what you hate, which is the abstract, conscious, you know, thinking. But then when he comes in with a brag rap, it's like, oh shit, abstract, conscious thinking. No, no, no. Con- not conscious thinking. Uh, conscious stream of thought, consciousness rap. You know that kind of. It's not mind you. Wu were doing that on Wu Tang Forever. Rizza had them not well, they had themselves doing that but there's a lot of streaming consciousness rap but that's what that's what he does so wait um, th- 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 this is that's Earl that's Earl that's on 2010 right. uh, very energetic track and yeah that line uh, was um, amazing um, I need to go into uh, I, I, you know there's a lot we could talk about on this album but there's one real standout track that I need to talk about and it was the single uh, or the one they released earlier uh, Tabula Rasa right featuring Arm and Hammer Elucid and Black Billy Woods. And you know, we've talked about them at length all through 2021, but yeah. they may have dropped features of the year already with one of the best Earl verses I've heard in ages because it's just fucking ridiculous. Elucid on here is a maniac and funny when he says stuff like deep shit like this, truth with a stash pocket for a lie. And I was like, truth, but I'm stashing a pocket for a lie. The document is a life is alive i speak life and i was like he's speaking about deep shit but truth with a stash pocket for a lie is on the human most human things i can think of someone saying it really got me going um but from there he then goes to straight up brag rap where he says listen let's not conflate i give what i take it's the hunt there is the chase some talk like they never got punched in the face and then he sings, you can see clearly now <laughs> when he says you can get punched in the face. And that just really, really got me giggling on my walk. Cause I was like, that, that is just a great turn of phrase. And Woods <clears throat> on here, fucking hell, Billy Woods chatting about being Kofi and Nan in the booth. I'm Kofi and Nan in the booth. That's just hard. That's just fucking hardcore. Yeah. You fucking are the UN representative for whatever, you know, <laughs> general secretary. Yes, you are. And, and the way he says these lines, right? Give my enemies the good news that I'm dead, right? But but he... Right. Bury me in a borrowed suit. Give my babies my rhyme books, but tell them, do you. Fucking great. Here's my rhyme books. Learn, but do you. Give my enemies the good news. Time flew. We was probably brothers back then like TRU, right? Right, right. Let me start here, right? Give my enemies the good news, time flew. He's buried in a suit, right? So he's dead. Enemies, yeah, good news, I'm dead. But guess what, man? Fuck, my life was great and it flew by. (laughs) And that's kind of a hard diss. It's kind of like quite hard. And then we were probably brothers back like then, like TRU is the Master P fucking reference. I was like, TRU is true. Isn't that Silk the Shocker C murder of Master P? Because I have the CD and I went, I thought, oh shit, Billy Woods has made me dig back for a No Limit CD. Come on, man. So yeah. And then 
He says really simple lines that don't really like they're just normal. This is his life, and he talks about and just makes me gives me How that insight. The fuck, that, do you have time to fucking <laughs> analyze Billy Woods' fucking lyrics in so much fucking detail? Mate, I've not even got to the Earl, Earl Bar yet. I haven't got to the. I don't know. I don't know how I have this. But listen to this, right? I just think anytime you can give me a, 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 an image, imagery of you just. I made chicken late night in my boxes, burning up the kitchen. She passed out right when I was done fixing. I watched reruns in the dark, fingers and lips glistening. And <laughs> that was like, he's making kitchen, he's making chicken late. He's got his boxes on. His missus has gone to bed and he's ended up fixing it. Oh, she's gone to bed. Oh, I just watch re reruns and just have chicken all over my hands, chicken grease all over my hands, fingers and lips glistening. It doesn't mean anything, but it just gives me that imagery of, fuck, Billy was just doing this at late at night. I just thought, yeah, I'm going to write that rhyme. But, I, I'm sorry to dive in, but I'm going to have to because Earl. You mean has you the haven't dived? You mean you haven't dived in? <laughs> I'm sorry. If people hate this, don't sub to the Patreon. If you do like this, sub to the Patreon because there'll be more of it. But Earl has the density of a neutron fucking star here, right? Listen to this shit. I'm not even going to go into the tracks. The other tracks are great, but listen to this. You only trash if you trash. I keep it simple and dynamic. I was like, wow, that's pretty dope because. Yeah, like, you're only trash if you think you're trash. Self-hate, obviously. Uh, trust the passage rights to life's chapters. <sighs> I have to find... I have to write to find balance. That's deep. This game of telephone massive. I do what I have to with the fragments. Think about this, right? Where do you even start with this shit? Trust the passage right to life chapters. Trust the passage right to life chapters. That is a set... That, I try to think about this, and I thought life chapters the rites of passage if you trust those it's a sense of acceptance from earl i've not heard from him in so long including like you know doris staying at home having to go at his mum, being mentally unwell now he's at a point of acceptance of i can just trust that the rites of passage are going to be my life's chapters it's amazing and then do you remember the game telephone ray do you no. remember that when we were kids telephone yeah. No. I remember this, and it was also called Chinese Whispers, whispering something into, like, you know, oh, like yeah, telephone. Chi Chi Chinese Whispers, yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't heard, mm. haven't heard it. So telephone. I remember, I've not heard the, that name, telephone, in ages. I thought, shit. So he's talking about Chinese Whispers, and his next line is, right, this game of telephone, massive. So what he's saying is this is a global game of telephone. I do what I have to with the fragments. And I just thought, right, he does what he has to do with the fragments of information he's been given in these power structures we live in, right? He's been given and he can only do what he can do with it. And then he hits home with, in this age of Boris Johnson nonsense, the calcium on my teeth fade, streets ablaze with the anger and complacency and deceit create. That is what we're having to do with politics right now. So he's going off into these fucking realms where there's just fucking imagery, fucking, yeah, talking about COVID, talking about politics, power fucking structures. It's like an Adam Curtis documentary, man. So yeah, they're just amazing. Just some real big moments, but we need more time to unravel it. I have got more notes, but I feel like I'm going on and on and on. And <laughs> yeah, I you stop. are fucking and I need to stop. Oh, God. <laughs> Are we talking about, still talking about Earl or Billy Woods or which one was that? We talk about Nas. You've had about three album reviews in one live show, people. So, boom, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am sorry. No, no, um, it's, it's it's fine. Basically, we'll come mm. come back in a month's time, and either I'm going to be having a go at you for like 
all that stuff you went into was just Which fucking you just you're finding meaning in thing that things that wasn't there, or or it w- will come back in a month and be like, oh shit, Cam was right. Fucking drop some knowledge on us. I don't feel either way. <laughs> I've got you standing up applauding at least one ill lyric, and that's my work done. That is my work done. But the point so. is, that, <clears throat> excuse me. What what got the stand up and applause was the you know the. The, the sick pun, the fucking oh shit moment. And then, well, well whatever. The homework has to be done and we'll see if yeah. it, it's also yeah, worth paying absolutely. attention to the, you know. Other stuff. All the, the other stuff that I, I feel like you, you'll find in meaning, within meaning. It's, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, let's, let's go you, to the comments. You let's you see what they're saying Billy Woods and, and Lucy. It's all like, oh, oh God, they mean this and they mean that. You, you don't know what they fucking no. mean. I don't. I don't know what they mean. I'm saying this is what they mean to me. Oh, mate, there's no way I could ever think what Billy Woods is meaning. Fuck me. He has ravel layers and layers and layers. I think they hate people doing this. By the way, <laughs> I think they actually hate people doing this. So I've done what they hate, but it's what it means to me, and that's what that's what I get from it. Let's see what people are saying. Right, Ninja Rose says Al is definitely in the in the conversation for the Rushmore. Um, Ninja Rose also here. I need to hear Sick more. I think Earl is kind of flexing on it with a different production true a lot more energetic not sure if i feel it less or feel if it is less little less focused fair play um <laughs> that bar is one of the best bars of the year 5-0 bar is tough as nails that yeah. bar is sick uh are we getting a new elusive solo full uh full length and a woods and preservation record this year uh yes we are oh, sorry jack is saying we are getting that yeah i saw billy woods tweet that mate billy woods and, uh, and preservation that could be amazing. And Elucid is always going to be one to watch. Uh, and yes, Osmond, Elucid and Von P record is one of the most frustrating things I've, I've heard. It's so good, but the songs are barely a minute long. But I love that record. It came out last year. I talked briefly on it. Um, Ninja Rose, I love how much of a geek you are, Cam. Pissing myself. <laughs> uh, Jack and Nick are also here for it. So, okay, there you go. At least some people are. Other people yeah. have logged off, and I'm guessing we'll have a few deleted Patreon pledges <laughs> by the time this ends. But I'm sorry. It's January 2021. I had to bring the energy, and it's gone on to two hours. I'm really sorry, man. But I hope you enjoyed this. I, I do. And um, I love just sitting here geeking out with you guys. It gets me away from real life, and I'm glad I have this space. It's about therapy. In it, <laughs> it's a bit like therapy. Who, who was it? Think, see, on the opposite end of therapy, who was it? Says the line about p- being punched in the face. That was elucid. Elucid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see clearly. Have yeah. you can see clearly? Yeah. You being punched mm. in the face. Yes, I have. Yes, I think I yeah. can think of a couple of occasions. What was the occasion? What was the occasion you're thinking of? Uh, a school fight. Uh, oh. mainly, 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 mainly been punched in school fights. I tend to talk my way out of things. If it gets naughty, grab a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I was already thinking I won't bring this up because obviously the time I was hit in the face was. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, there was a time, and yeah. I backed you up there, Ray. Fucking let's save that for the let's save that for another time. I don't want that image. I don't, don't need that story today. I don't think. But yeah, there was that cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, yes, exactly. That'll be that. That yeah, you have to pledge a lot for the patron for that story. But <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you, everyone, for joining the 808th Chamber. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please subscribe, please like, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. Join the Patreon. Join these chats, man, if you enjoy them. Uh, £3.60 a month, that's all it is uh, to join these little chats once a month. And do you know what? I kind of want to do more. I kind of enjoy these. Uh, but, Ray, before we go, last great piece of music you heard. Could be old, could be new. What is it? What is yours? 
Burial's Anti-Dawn EP, I don't know how to put it into words. It's it, it, Times, I've got so into it. It's like he's made memories in music. <laughs> I'm not high. I'm not, but it feels, it feels like, how have you done this? It's fucking ethereal. It's, it's sprawling and, and just, yeah, just, I, I haven't even got words for it. I don't even know how to do a review to it. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty much hitting me everywhere. I think it's one of his best things he's ever done. So yeah. And the vinyl is on the way. So that's, that's mine, mate. Burial, anti-dawn. Uh, what, what, uh, what have you got? Yeah. After listening to Slaughterhouse, son of Yvonne, just such again, a and again, such a oh, again, album. This is the perfect time for it. Again? Oh, again and again. That's what you're oh, supposed to think. Oh. Again and again, again and again. <laughs> oh, again yeah, and again. again and again. So it's there. Set, um, it, set it up. Yeah, it's... Um, it's great. Master Race great. and Doom. What more do you need? What more do you need? Well, there you go. Big yourselves up, everyone, for jumping on this chat. People, thank you, Ninja Rose. This is therapy for real. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yes, it does yes. feel like that. It does feel like that. Uh, yes. So everyone, big yourselves up. If you do want to do the YouTube chat, but we don't even make it Patreon, we maybe do one chat a month where it's just like everyone's live and we just get everyone involved. That that might be quite good fun, actually, on YouTube. Um, yeah. So either way, big yourselves up. Let us know what you're feeling in 2022 and we'll try to get to it and maybe speak on it in the next 8 to 8th Chamber. Ninja Rose, that was dope as fuck, guys. Honestly, top tier. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um, P.S. I have a little caveat. I've been punching the face a thousands of times. 30 years <laughs> of kickboxing will do that. Hence the lack of brain cells. Oh, I'm so sorry. That, that, yeah, so there you go. That lucid line might hit you a bit harder. But yes, peace out and we shall catch you soon. Yeah, big up, Boom. everyone. Cheers. Nice one. See you later. Boom.